0: Welcome to the Vedanta Ancient Wisdom for Life podcast by Swami A. Parthasarthi, where you have an opportunity to learn how the ancient philosophy of Vedanta can help you gain freedom from stress, success at work and relationships, and above all, true purpose and fulfillment in life. Today's episode explains the forces that impede your performance and efficiency at work.
1: This verse, 30th verse of chapter 3, is the essence of karma yoga. This whole chapter is is entitled karma yoga. If you ask me one verse, and this is it. This is the blueprint of an ideal action. Here he gives that formula, a, a formula of an ideal action, a perfect action. Sir, you must act. See, we have, we have lost that capacity to act. You must keep on acting till the last day. The Upanishad says, a hundred years, a hundred years, by the 35, 40 years you A hundred years doesn't mean you retire after that. It is a poetic way of saying, indefinitely you must be working. As long as you are living, you must be dynamic in action. You must carry on with the activity. Inaction is death. That's what he's saying. Now he says, what is a perfect action? There, everybody looks for success. Wherever I go, Swamiji... Please talk about success, success, success. Everybody wants success. Everybody wants productivity. Especially the corporate people. They want corporate. See, nobody understands that success is an effect. You're all after success. What is success? Success is an effect which belongs to the future. And every effect has a cause. What is the cost? And nobody asks, Swamiji, what is the cost for success? They they only wanted success. Everybody wants success. Now, if you analyze, there is a cost for success. And what is the cost? Right action. And nobody asks, what is your opinion? Or what does the Bhagavad Gita say about a perfect action? What is a perfect action? And here is the formula. See, a perfect action is one, first of all. See, I'm not going into the details of the verse because you'll get confused. But I'm de- I've derived it and I'm explaining. Later on, you can link it with the words. Now, I don't want to burden you with that. And my book is there on the Bhagavad Gita. You, you can read that book and there it gives the word meaning and uh, how I've derived this. There are two things essential in a perfect action. One is, the action itself should generate energy. Your action itself saps your energy, whatever the cause is. You get tired by the end of the, year, even, uh, end of the day, and you get uh, more tired by the end of the week, so you, you need a break by end of the week, and after the end of the year again, you, have a, you need a long break. You get fatigued. Action fatigues you, tires you. A perfect action is one which energizes you. The action itself should be energizing instead of fatiguing. So, an action which is, doesn't stand to the test of perfection is one which tires you out. The moment you get to the that, you, you, you get tired, get fatigued. But a perfect action is one which the action itself generates energy, number one. Number two, whatever energy you have got already, or whatever energy you acquire through right action, there are three channels of dissipation. Three ways it gets dissipated, you must block those. A, it's like filling a cistern, a vessel. So you have three taps. Three taps you open, the cistern gets filled, provided there, suppose there are three holes. The three holes, however much you may fill, it gets flushed out. So, what are the three taps which will fill you with energy? What are the three holes that you must plug so that it get, doesn't get dissipated? Beautifully given out in this verse. Now he says, How do you act? So the translator says, Renouncing all actions unto me, unto the ideal, the self, with thoughts resting on the self, free from hope and attachment. Fight means act on without fever. This is a verse. When you read that, you get fever. Fever means excitement, you know. So, how to generate energy? One is through the body, another is through the mind, and another is through the intellect, because you've got three equipments. The first of all, to generate energy, your body must be active. The more active you are, the more energetic you become. The moment you stop actions, you lose your energy. I have given you that example. There are fellows who can afford to have drivers. They don't drive. They can't drive. After a while, maybe after several years, they are not able to drive their own cars. Or anything for that, any action. When they keep on delegating, they are not able to do it afterwards. So you become senile. Because you want breakfast in bed, Lunch in bed. Dinner in bed. Permanently in bed. You are in the bed. So, the body must be kept active. Exercises, or even, you can combine work with exercise. When the doorbell rings, get out and open the door. And there are servants. Let the servants be there. You go and open. When you want a glass of water, get out of your seat and go and get it for your own sustenance. Otherwise, you're finished. So, every little telephone rings, go and pick it up. Don't keep. Uh, so, I know a fellow who has a bell uh, in his table, you know, uh, at home. He will ring the bell uh, Rama, Rama, a uh, paper, The paper is lying just uh, four feet away. He will call the servant from the other side to come and give that paper to him. Get out of your seat and get that paper. Active. That's what a body active. For your own good. Otherwise you find the servants in perfect shape. You are dilapidated. (laughs) So, Secondly, mind must surrender to an ideal. Mind should not crave for your personal interest. You should have an ideal. If you are working for a company, think of the company's prosperity, not your own prosperity. You must also think in terms of the society, of the country. The higher the ideal, the greater the potency, energy. Higher ideal. Mind must surrender. Intellect must focus on that ideal. See, when you focus on that ideal, What happens is, there is consistency. All the actions are in one direction. If all the actions are one direction, there is power. Like, water flowing in one direction, there is power. Wind blowing in one direction, there is power. Light focused in one direction, there is power. Similarly if all your actions are focusing in one direction, there is power. So, with the body, you Keep on acting. Mind must surrender to a higher cause, a purpose, an ideal. Thirdly, intellect must channelize all actions towards that ideal. This is how you generate energy through action. Second, this uh, avoid uh, dissipation. There are three channels of dissipation: nir mamaha, nir rashihi. Vigachar Jwaraha, three words he uses. Without attachment from the past, without worrying about the future, without anxiety for the result of action, and then without excitement of the present action. Three dissipating channels. You are all the time worried about what happened in the past. Anxious of the result of action and then excitement about the action. Three channels of dissipation. Now you must cut the past, cut the future and plunge into the present. When a person is acting is mind constantly slips into the worries of the past, anxiety for the future. Incidentally, that impoverishes your action and also tires you out. And you believe that the action tires you. Action will never tire you. It is your worries and anxieties. A child is, if you examine a child, any child, it's full of energy, full of action. You can't contain. If you make a mistake of bringing a child here, it will not stay for a while. All the time fidgety. The mother says, listen, listen, keep quiet, keep quiet. It's your mistake to have brought the child here. It's the child that is all the time active. You are not active because no energy. Very simple. But if you all got energy, it'll be a real problem. The child has energy. Adult has no energy. How is it? Think. Child has no worries of the past, no anxiety for the future. You have all the worries of the past, anxiety for the future, and therefore your action suffers and you're agitated. You lost the peace of mind, energy and your action suffers. Evan Lindell won all the championships in the world except Wimbledon. Because that particular tournament, he was worried about past failures, he was so anxious to get it, he never got it. I can give you 10 more examples. A batsman goes to bat beautifully up to 90. 90 to 100 he makes a series of mistakes. Why? Worried about past failures, anxious to get the 100 finished that worry and anxiety kills you, kills the action. So therefore, he who works thus, constantly with the body, surrendering to an ideal, an intellect focused upon the ideal, not worrying what happened in the past, not interested in the result of action, such, and not getting excited at the present action, is dynamic, that action becomes perfect.
0: As always, thank you Swamiji for these profound words of wisdom. You are all invited to tune in to our next podcast of this series where Swamiji will explain something we all want, how to achieve success without stress. For more information on Swamiji and Vedanta, remember to visit our website vedantaworld.org. Again, that's vedantaworld.org.